Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Welcome to Faith Marketplace, the show featuring stories from Christian business leaders to equip and encourage. We want to inspire you to live out the faith, your faith in the work that you do through your daily interactions in business and life. Hi, I'm Bob Lambert, the founder of uh, Samurai Business Group, and we help people put the wind back in their sails with our coaching and teaching. Uh, anybody that's in sales needs to build revenue. That's what we do. And I'm Jennifer Reyes, founder of SalesFromTheHeart.com, serving entrepreneurs, coaches, small business owners nationwide through customized business coaching one-to-one or in a group. I help you gain clarity and direction in your business so you can have more consistency in clients in less than 90 days. Hey, and we have the privilege and the honor today to introduce you to a lady that has a fabulous program on the same station we're on. I'd love to introduce you to Liz Goodchild. She is the host of uh, Good to Know Liz, and that is on uh, AM 1160 every Saturday at 1 o'clock and also at 5 o'clock. So we've been aching to do this for a long time. So welcome, Liz. Thank you. Thank you. And this is truly, truly a privilege, an honor, um, because you guys, you guys are just, I've, I've heard of you for so long. You guys are stars. You know that, right? <laughs> well, thank you. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> oh, and I, I am following your footsteps. You know, God has blessed you all these years to do this show. And I really, really admire what you guys are doing. So thank you for having me here. You're welcome. And let's give the audience a little bit of your background, Liz, you know, and just kind of a quickly, uh, who are you? What business are you in? We know you got a radio program, but you also have a substantial business in the real estate industry. So That's let our listeners know. Yes, uh, Elizabeth Goodchild, my, uh, what I call my real job is I am um, a realtor for Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Stark Real Estate, and I am a team leader of about 15 agents. And that I would say is what is keeping, um, helping me with putting three teenagers to college this fall. So, but at the same time, uh, I'm your typical immigrant. I really am into a lot of different things, just like we do have the show, Good to Know with Liz, um, through the radio station. And then also, you know, I do have uh, my, my associations with different boards um, in different arenas, and um, I'm actually going to be talking to one of your colleagues regarding um, the, the, the board of directors for, now I escapes me what the... the uh, yeah, Legacy Reentry Foundation. Yeah. Reentry, yes. yes. That's awesome. And also, you have a big background before you got into real estate, too, and we're going to dig into that a little bit later, but I know Jennifer's aching to ask you a few questions. <laughs> Well, I sure am. But first, I want to make sure that our listeners text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Go ahead and use the keyword good. We're going to tell you a little bit more uh, what you're going to receive from Liz Goodchild in just a moment. So Liz, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about why are you so passionate about the work that you do? The work that I do is truly all about educating people. And I truly believe, you know, for here from my background and 
I'm going to share with you a little bit of how my humble beginnings in coming to the United States. I really came to this country being very, very uh, poor, basically, and lived with grandma and grandpa, with uh, aunts and uncles in a um, in a two bedroom, one bath bungalow in Chicago with 19 other people. Okay. Wow. Did you just say 19? 19. There's a two bedroom, one bath bungalow. Oh, oh man. It's uh, when I was 15 years old. And what I found is that what really separates people to getting to where they are is education. Right. And I'm here. My passion is impacting people's lives in educating them on how to to maneuver, um, to buy a house, to, you know, to um, to get into uh, real estate, you know, and get a real estate license, something like that. So that's my mission in life right now is just truly impacting people's lives as many as I could. Mm. Yeah, and also you're a little bit passionate about God, too, aren't you? <laughs> Well, yes, nothing is, nothing is definitely, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's not an accident, right? So everything right. was a blessing and opportunity. And my biggest challenge is discernment, actually, is discerning. To me, when I came to this country, there are, this is like a plethora, a, a, you know, a banquet full of opportunities. And my challenge is really choosing which one to partake, you know, because there's so much opportunity in, in this country called America, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, you know, obviously you, you, you played into a little bit of the challenges. Coming here as an immigrant, living in a, a two-bedroom bungalow with one bathroom and all the folks you had there. But what are some of the challenges that you've gone through kind of intricately through your career and ones maybe that you're focusing right now? Obviously, uh, I don't know that uh, the circumstances we're in, the challenge we have through this pandemic or not has uh, been good or bad for your business. But why don't you share with the audience a little bit of some of these challenges? Oh, absolutely. Well, the, we are considered essential, you know, essential business. So with that said, I really haven't stopped working, except we, we couldn't do any open houses. But um, I would have to say, and this is what I tell people all the time, because everybody's asking me, with all the uncertainty, with all of what's happening, how's the real estate market? Is, my, is the value of my house going to go down? And everybody's really scared that we're going back to uh, the 2008 uh, real estate bubble where everything just kind of crashed. And so I'm here trying to educate people and say to them, right now, I, I what is it, 10 weeks that we've been in shelter in place? Um, in the last 10 weeks, I've sold 10 homes, closed 10 homes. I've never been so busy um, even before COVID. So, wow. Yeah, I think it's important for people to realize that there's always going to be trials and tribulations because we're in a fallen world, right? And it's a matter of how we, um, first of all, lean on God during these moments, of course, because he's the only one that's unshakable. Everything else around us can crumble and move and we can be shaken. Um, but number two, that we can still navigate during these times, that people are going to look for somebody who is not uh, going to waver here and they're going to just adjust in their business with the times to come. And I was involved on the wholesale side of lending back in the day. Uh, actually, I, I know one of your guests that's been on your podcast and radio show, Liz, uh, Andy Gaston, we used to work together on the wholesale side. 
way back when. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the market tanked back then. So, you know, it seems like people are probably often asking you, right? Like, oh, what if there's another crash like there was in 2007, 2008? What do you tell them about that? So what I tell them is, you know, the fortunate thing is I lived through uh, 2007, 2008. And actually, at that time, we even signed up and bought a franchise in 2007, 2008. What I tell people is, first of all, if they were to compare that uh, season to this season, it's not the same thing. 2007, 2008 crash was a culmination of things that went wrong in the mortgage industry, in the real estate industry that culminated into the crash. That's not the pandemic. Coronavirus came, what, when did we find out about it? In, in December, from somewhere that time frame, right? Mm-hmm. So it was December, January, February, and then, then, then they announced the pandemic um, in March, right? Mm-hmm. But the crisis of 2008 was happening all these um, inappropriate uh, uh, things that were going on was happening for a good, you know, 10 years. Right. You know, and so that's why it burst the bubble, the bubble. So two different things, you know. And I think all the way around and buyers also need to needed to be financially make financially wise decisions as well. And so, yeah, we're going to talk more about that in the next segment. But first, I want to know a little bit more, Liz, about how do you incorporate your faith in the work that you do? Because obviously, Faith Marketplace is a show just about that. So can you give us some examples? What does that look like for you in your business? For me, I see real estate as my ministry, frankly. I I meet a lot of different people from all walks of life. Um, I've also been like, you know, I had my own office, my own brokerage, and I probably brought in over 300 agents into the real estate uh, as a career in the real estate industry. And I see every single person, home buyer, home seller, as an opportunity for me to impact their lives and talk about talk about the difference about being in the world and uh, doing things for the glory of God. Mm, love that. Yeah, that, and that also, led, I assume that led you into the radio program too, right, didn't it, Liz? Yes, yes, and that was also something that I did not pursue. Um, the radio show, and that's kind of how I've been seeing my life. Anything that has come before me is truly something that God wants to kind of like tell me, hey, Liz, look at this opportunity, look at this person. And then my challenge, like I said, is discerning what God truly wants to tell me that I need to do at the moment and what how I can advance his kingdom. Yeah. I think Jennifer and I both have that same discernment problem sometimes. <laughs> we go, shiny object, look at it over here. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> you know, so uh, we got to give give these folks an, another opportunity. How are they going to get a hold of us, Jennifer? Yeah, well, we would like to encourage you to text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Whether you're listening to the podcast or you're listening to this live on AM 1160, use the keyword good. And Liz has some goodies for you. She's going to give a $150 coupon towards staging your home, or that can go towards a home inspection or attorney review. And everyone is going to receive good to know tips for buyers and sellers. So Liz, can you just give us a quick synopsis of why people would want to text us for that? Well, there are some information there that is truly good to know, but that you've never heard from anybody else. How's that? 
Oh, there you awesome. go. Great setup for next one. So you better stay tuned, folks, because when we come back, you're going to want to know a couple of those key tips that Liz just did a little baiting of for us, okay? This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, I'm Bob Lambert, the founding partner of, of uh, Samurai Business Group, and we're here every Saturday to reinforce on Faith Marketplace, featuring stories about Christian business leaders to equip and encourage them to live out their faith through the daily interactions in their business. And I'm Jennifer Reyes, founder of SalesFromTheHeart.com, serving entrepreneurs, coaches, and small business owners nationwide through one-to-one or group customized business coaching. And we're back here with our wonderful guest today that also has a program on AM 1160 every Saturday, 1 o'clock and at 5 o'clock. And that's uh, Good to Know with Liz. So here is Liz Goodchild. Believe me when I tell you, I can't, I'd fill up the rest of the show just telling you all the background this woman's got. But she not only is the host of a show, but she also has a fabulous real estate group that she, she heads up. But, you know, Liz, what I'd like to get back to a little bit when, after the break was um, – Bible verses, you know, when we get into things, I know that I have one, we have one for the show and all that stuff. So uh, what's your favorite Bible verse or life verse that you've had? Jeremiah 29, 11. So, <laughs> uh, yes, that's that truly I, I, I impacting people is my mission in life. And I think that that is not, you know, 29, 11 tells me that there is a plan. Right. Yep. And um I know the plans I have for you. And what is that plan, Lord? And again, I know it is to prosper and not to harm me. Yeah. So you have a verse also for your show, right? Or what inspired the show? Well, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're always using Jeremiah 29, 11. That's also part of the show, but good to know um, is truly just all about, giving more information to be used to, to for God's glory. Because I think that another verse that I like to quote is, you know, Math, Matthew 25, 29. Right. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even when they have, they have will be taken from them. So um, giving giving not just necessarily monetarily i think is is something that you know i try to to discern in everything that i do i keep on saying discernment but because i really lack that sometimes so <laughs> yeah but the whole good to know premise of a good to know liz the program itself is all these great ideas that you put out there and the guests you have right uh, on your show and you know that's that's the how did you come up with the idea what was the inspiration for that because again, it's like I think that if people just know this little tips of going forward in life, it's just good to know information. They will be further ahead. And it's just truly like what you guys are doing right now in your show. You put in all the experts and to share their faith and in their marketplace, but you keep on giving people inspiration. Right. Mm -hmm. And then following tips and whatnot. And I'm doing the same thing, Um, just really more geared to uh, real estate and the mortgage business and um, how to do, you know, what this America's dream is all about, which is home ownership. Yeah, I love it. Well, we we definitely love to inspire, equip and encourage uh, marketplace leaders on Faith Marketplace, whether they have a business or they're looking to launch one, entrepreneurs, ministries as well. 
Um, but Liz, can you just share a little bit more about your program, your show? Who should listen and, and, and why? So we started, we've only been, this is just our second year in, in the show, and it really evolved, okay? In the beginning, it was very, very real estate heavy, uh, mortgage information heavy, but now we're involve, evolving it to, um, we have some restaurants on the show, we have uh, different information regarding um, the, the Asian Real Estate Association of America, which is, you know, as you know, Andy Gaston is actually one of our, one of our board of directors in, in that group. And he was sharing the other day in my show how they're helping the community with during the COVID um, timeframe. They're giving food away and bringing the food to the hospitals um, and then serving uh, the frontline people, uh, the, the hospital workers, you know, and kind of giving them food. And so we're trying to connect people, good to know information like restaurants and, and different providers and just connecting the dots mm-hmm. and that the connection of the dots give people more information and inspire them. Yeah. And where can people find out a little bit more about your show? Good to know. It's uh, we have a Facebook page. uh, Good to know. Good to know Liz. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe um, um, you have, uh, they're going to go through you with a good, the good, Keyword, right? Yes, yes. They're going to text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Use the keyword good, and we will send you how to connect uh, with Liz. But good to know Liz.com is also where you can find her. But when you text us here, they're going to get, everybody's going to get a $150 coupon towards staging their home. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that, about staging their home, or this coupon can go towards a home inspection or attorney review? Why would somebody need that? Well, for sellers right now, especially right now in the COVID um, environment, uh, people are asking me, is this a good time to sell their home? So that's a that's a, a question that everybody asks me. Well, yes, it is. Okay, because right now it's still a seller's market. There's a ton of buyers out there looking for homes and there's just not enough inventory. Now, what staging would do for, for a home seller is that statistics shows if a if a home is staged it will sell 37 times faster than if it's not staged so Another- staging, staging means that we make it look really pretty you can start to envision yourself yeah. living there right you can see yourself in that environment as opposed to trying to put on your imagination glasses and <laughs> figure out how it can look right not only do they sell faster, 37 times more faster, but they also sell about 17% higher than what it would be like if they weren't sold, if they weren't staged. And um, the reason behind all this, which I like talking about, and I hate to kind of profile millennials. Um, Jennifer, are you a millennial? I am in my 40s, but thank you for thinking that I am much younger. <laughs> Okay, well, the oldest millennial is 40 years old, but uh, that <laughs> I'm beyond that, but thank you. <laughs> people, unfortunately, need some guidance in like image and visuality because they just can't, they just want turnkey stuff, right? So that's why staging is important because the millennials who are right now the buyers of uh, uh, who's buying homes right now. Um, they want everything to be all uh, HGTV-like. 
is, is that a good <laughs> way to say that? Um, you know, they watch too many, too, too many uh, HGTV shows and they kind of expect their homes to be just like that. You mean you can't just give them maybe like a filter through their glasses or something that they can put on when they walk into the home? Because that would be pretty cool. That's next level, Liz. That's technology there you go. You know, advancement with selling homes. <laughs> Actually, it's so funny you, you refer to it as the glasses because that is truly sometimes how I feel. Uh, most of the times, like if there is just a glass, a set of glasses I can give a homeowner, you know, or a seller and say, okay, um, you've seen seen about 60 homes now let me show you a thousand more and let me just give you my glasses so you can see the rest of what's out there right right um well that's why that's why you're going to give them these tips the good to know tips for buyers and sellers so we're going to give that to everyone who texts us here at the studio that number is 224-404-1988 include the keyword good and also say hello to bob and myself because we want to hear from you right so send us emojis or let us know if you have some guests that you want to include on the show, but definitely we want to hear from you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Liz, the expansiveness of your career and being an immigrant in this country and all the things that you've been involved in um, over the young years of, that you've been here, um, what words of wisdom would you have given yourself as a, as a, knowing what you know today? Words of wisdom. Well, I think that um, everything is not an accident, right? It is for a purpose. And so when you were, when you were saying like um, my young self, so are you talking about when I was like in my 20s and 30s? Yeah, right now, knowing what you know, what would you have said to your young self? What, what, what wisdom, words of wisdom would you have given to your young self? Slow down. <laughs> And I tell you, uh, this this pandemic, that's what it's doing to me. You know, it's slow down, slow down, pause, and really think about the impact of your decisions. You mentioned earlier about the shiny object. I think that was my problem, you know, when I was younger. There's always like a shiny thing, right? And I'm always following the shiny ball. And, and... As you guys know, I mean, it's like you think um, back then we think that we're invisible, right? And the time has to be now. And that that basically is what I would tell to that, to that uh, I, I don't even know how to describe her. because She's like an energy <laughs> rabbit bunny. I think, I think, Liz, so many people can relate to that, especially in business. This is something that Bob and I teach you know, to our clients as well, and, and uh, not to get caught up in chasing those shiny objects. And I like to look at it from a spiritual uh, warfare aspect as well, because the enemy tries to throw us off and distract us from really serving and making an impact in our businesses, right? Especially if it's for kingdom impact. And so we just want to be aware of that. And I, we want our listeners to know that there is support out there. So there's tips that Liz has to keep you on track to make sure that you can move forward with buying and selling, right? Uh, your homes. Uh, Bob and I have resources for you as well to help you in your business. So make sure that you reach out to us. That number here is 224-404-1988. Use the keyword good and we'll get you connected to Liz. And you can find her at goodtoknowliz.com. Yeah, and listen, 
If you thought that segment was good, you got to wait till the next one here because we got some more. We're going to we, we're loaded here today with Liz, then uh, also her show and some of the wonderful things she's doing for the future with her show. But also, she's giving you some good tips about real estate. So we want you to come back. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Welcome back to Faith Marketplace, the show featuring stories from Christian business leaders to equip and encourage you to live out your faith through the daily interactions in your business. Hi, I'm Bob Lambert, the founding partner of Samurai Business Group here in Chicago, where we offer business owners and uh, salespeople opportunity to get their level of their revenue up through sales training and coaching. And I'm Jennifer Reyes, founder of SalesFromTheHeart.com, serving entrepreneurs, coaches, and small business owners nationwide through one-to-one or group customized business coaching. Well, listen, we're back here with Liz Goodchild. She's uh, also, she's got a lot of hats she wears, and we're going to get into that. We're going to dig into this woman, this fabulous woman's background, being an immigrant coming into the United States. Uh, but also, she is a radio show host right on the same station we are. Uh, good to know with Liz. She's on every Saturday, 1, to five, 1 o'clock, and at 5 o'clock. So she's covering the span there. So, Liz, let's tell a little bit more about your background. We did a little bit in the first segment, but let's really expand on that because just coming to this country as a 15-year-old uh, and all the things you've gone through, What share with the audience some of the miracle of what happened for you. So coming to the United States at the age of 15 was was already very um, overwhelming, you know, in, in terms of just being a young a young woman, um, but it got more complicated because they told me I can graduate high school at age 15. I was able to skip seven and eighth grade and the senior high school. And then long and behold, they said, okay, we can, you can actually graduate now. So here I am able to graduate at age 15, but have no money to go to college. What do you do? So, and I couldn't find a job because I was only 15 years old. So what happened was I was able to find a job full-time, work full-time with um, Loyola University of Chicago, who offered me a full-time position. And then I went to night school for for seven years. And um, what happened was I started working at their, their accounting office and that's how I actually became an accountant. So the things that happened in my life is never like, oh, you woke up and you want to be a realtor. No, I woke up and whatever was held, was given to me at the time it was given to me, I used what I, what I got. You know, and that's that time, no college funds, no scholarships. 15 years old, I was able to go wow. to college and um, get a public accounting degree. I became a CPA. And then from there, um, I, was be, I was able to, to get a job with the number one CPA firm in the whole world at that time, which was Arthur Anderson. So um, Arthur Anderson was the only big accounting place that gave me a break. Everybody else turned me down because I wasn't in any kind of sorority. I was a part-time student. Um, nobody would really give a 15-year-old, 17-year-old a job with that kind of background, you know. So they gave me a break. They were the only one that gave me a break. And from there, um, I was courted by Motorola. And that's why I got to where I am right now in the area that I am, 
more. Liz, I, I want to pause for a second there because you stated some really important things. Number one, you kept pursuing, you kept moving forward despite doors being closed on you. Um, what, what was that? Where was that coming from to, to keep moving forward? Because I think our listeners can relate to that where, you know, a door keeps closing, another door keeps closing, another door keeps closing. And sometimes we might want to give up, but how did you keep moving through that? And at that time, I was uh, born and raised Catholic, but I wouldn't say that I had uh, a personal relationship with God, you know, at, at those early age. I was always about the world, okay? But I know my God always, always took care of me. And that's kind of how I feel right now sometimes is that even though I did not know him during those early years, he kept his hand on me. And that's kind of how I felt like, you know, every door that closed, he opened something up and, you know, I, I, I really don't know how I got where I got. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, just remind, you know, just thinking about it right now, I have um, three teenagers, my daughter's 20. I have um, twins that are, you know, 17 years old. I look at them now. That was me um, finished with college and looking for a full-time job. I didn't have a mother that was going to send me to college. It was all on my own, but I think that what it is, Jennifer, is truly um, believing in yourself. And at that time, it's believed in yourself and perseverance is truly the key to, to all of that. Um, well, I think, I think you just, you, you hit on something though, that it wasn't just yourself that it was, you know, God's hand wrapped around you and his love and his support. And maybe, you know, you didn't have the relationship that you have with him now. Uh, he was still there with you this entire time. He was opening doors. He was, you know, uh, carving out a way and giving you that perseverance, right? I mean, uh, I don't want to, you know, disregard that that we don't have this free will and that we have to take action. But I think this is the problem that so many of us put these pressures on our own shoulders to yeah. think that, hey, yeah, we're the ones that are actually uh, doing everything, but we right. really want to give the praise and that glory to God, right? I, I also think, Jennifer, that God created all of us specifically for something, right? Mm -hmm. And he will guide you bring you to the point that you are going to be used as how he created you. The, the issue is, are you going to be willing and are you going to listen and are you going to be available to do his will? So you know? true. Mm. I, so true. Cause absolutely. I can, I can relate to that. When I was in wholesale lending, I was chasing the dollar. I definitely was not chasing God at that time. I was rejecting God in my life at that time. It wasn't until, you know, 2011 that, that I become born again. And then in 2013, launched Sales from the Heart when I fully surrendered my plan, my way, and really just stepped into the gifts that God gave me. So, you know, and you said something really, really uh, interesting because it's now been validated in books and studies and everything else. Uh, and it, it has been labeled in one book called Grit by Angela Duckworth. And what it really boiled down to when she studied all the successful people that they interviewed it was the one thing that ran across all of them was perseverance. And you said it best because at a young woman's age like you did, there's a lot of stuff that could have stopped you, but you were perseverant to get to a goal. Now, to your point, we all have that within us. And, and the other thing I love is the rest of your story where God had you in different seasons. And you, you, he called you into things in a different way in a different season. And because of your obedience, you went into those seasons, right? 
But the seasons actually doesn't even make sense sometimes. So I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm, you know, so going up the corporate ladder, I did hit the highest, highest point of that ladder. I became the CFO of a Chicago magazine. And um, I led that whole magazine business for eight years. And being an immigrant, I thought I made it, right? I was like on top of my gig, wherein I actually even have um, a penthouse office with my own private bathroom overlooking the whole Chicago Chicago skyline, okay? So being an immigrant, I go, this is it. I got it. You know, I, have, uh, I did it. And then I actually would like wake up in nightmares that I would have lost the job. I mean, I truly... I was so afraid to lose the job, this job that I, that I pretty much worship. Well, you know what, what, what so your identity was wrapped up in what you were doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very, very scary thing to do because you know what God does when you do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did away. Yes. <laughs> what happened was I was, um, I was actually, I got pregnant with my twins I was uh, I was put on bed rest for about five months. Mm. And during my bed rest, uh, Chicago Magazine wanted to go ahead and um, be sold in the market. They were they wanted to to get sold of the uh, their owners uh, wanted me to sell them on the block, and I did sell them to Chicago Tribune. Okay, mm. and what happened was before the mergers and acquisition happened, they they. Somebody told me, the upper ups told me that I was not part of the package deal that I just put together. So, so that um, the door was closed. I was on bed dress with three kids. And that is really how I started my real estate company. Because wow. the door got closed for me. The, 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 the epitome of the, the ultimate job, you know, that I thought was. And I think a lot of people can relate to that with what's going on with this global pandemic. Uh, Even previously, when we saw, you know, the real estate market shift and kind of crash in 2007, 2008, a lot of new doors opened for people and they were stepping into the path that God has really created for them using their gifts. And, you know, I think that's what I'm hearing here, Liz, from your story, that it's really inspirational to, you know, walk where, where God is directing you. And if, if not, if we're walking in a different direction, he corrects our, our path and our steps. Right. Share, share with us real quickly, Liz, a funny, amazing thing about you before we end the segment. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, I love boating. Um, I actually own a boat. When I met my husband, I met my husband. I, I should not say this loudly in a Christian show. <laughs> Larnie's Island. Um, <laughs> I say I met him at church, but no. I, <laughs> okay. I, Larnie's Island is basically like um, party central of, on yeah, the chain of lakes. Central, restaurants, <laughs> bars, you know, and you're yeah. on a boat and you make your pits. I don't even know if they're open still. Yeah. So then what? So you met your husband there. My husband, that was 25 years ago, and uh, we're boating ever since. You know, just came from uh, a two-week uh, two-week road trip, uh, dragging our boat to Florida where it's open. So, yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> love it. Boating. So you love boating, and what about swimming? Uh, that's the funny thing. I don't know how to swim. <laughs> well, make sure that you wear your life vest when you're going on those boats, yeah. right? <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. So we're going to encourage our listeners to, to connect with Liz. Make sure you text us here at 224-404-1988. Include the keyword good. It will get you connected to her. We'll share some tips that she has for you as well as this $150 coupon. You can also find her at goodtoknowliz.com. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our special guest today, Liz Goodchild, which has her own radio program on the same station that we're broadcasting from on Saturdays at 1 o'clock and at 5 o'clock, and it's good to know, Liz. Uh, Liz, we have, uh, in this segment, what we like to address is um, from Proverbs of Business, we have, is, which is a great uh devotional for work people, for business people. And the subject today is, have you ever been afraid to provide moral leadership in your business? So what's your thoughts on something like this as far as moral leadership in a business? Uh, I am actually very vocal about my, where I stand in God's kingdom. And sometimes it's not a popular stance or um, I've been called different names, Bible thumper, because um, I like quoting uh, quoting verses, you know, and I do lead um, a sales meeting every Tuesday and uh, my team of 15 agents do attend that. And I tell them that this is like church, right? So I quote verses during the meeting. I, you know, I basically point them to, through north and it's not always popular in the real estate world because the things that just a quick example disclosures okay when a seller wants not to disclose something that you know you're supposed to disclose you know what's your conversation look like with that Mm. you know so in our world in a real estate world there are it's a very very fine line to walk through um different types of um uh opinions that people may say the world may say oh that that's that's nothing it's like you know what's a little what's a little white lie right Mm. um we don't do white lies we don't do exaggerations right we want so the business jennifer in your practice that you you uh you know you try to give the compass direction you know with your with your practice also but share a little bit with the audiences to this whole issue about morality and business and leadership. Yeah, well, uh, I think we have to live it out first ourselves before we're telling everybody else this too, right? So I think that's going to be important to do. Um, number two, uh, the unethical behavior that can end up happening in business, whether it's online, in the real estate market, on the wholesale side of lending with brokers, you know, all of those things, you call it out and you let them know what's happening in the industry. Right. Um, The other thing is, too, like I like to stand behind my work. And I know a lot of coaches don't advocate this or teach this, but I have money back guarantees. So I'm not, you know, promising them all this stuff and then not delivering. So uh, I'm sure you've heard in in the sales world, Bob, you know, we under promise and over deliver. Right. But I can stand behind those things. I've only refunded once. And that was my choice because I chose not to work with somebody because I didn't feel that they were being very ethical. Right. So I think that's important. What about for you, Bob? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, and again, you said something very important. It's about the walk, not the talk. You know, you got to live this out. People have got to see that you're the personification of what you believe. And they're watching, especially the millennials. 
they're watching. And you know I've done this many times on the show, Jennifer. I'm challenging leaders right now that these kids have seen, you know, this kind of talk, and they're going in a different direction, you know, as far as what the world is seeing. And uh, they want to see that you're the real deal. Uh, and they'll buy into it if they see that. When you, you look at what Christ was in the world, right? He wasn't selling Christianity. He was walking it. He was a personification of a good, upstanding, moral person with integrity. And he was calling people out. What did he do in the temple when he went in there with the money changers? You know, he tipped everything over. What are you doing in God's house? What, what is this that you're doing? A lot of immorality and acting. You know, and, and frankly, right now, we're in that kind of se- season uh, in this country. And I think that those that has to come back. That moral compass has to work, and particularly in business, because we could lead the way here. I believe the marketplace is the revival. I believe that's where people are going to see the love of Christ as us, as Christian leaders. Uh, we have an obligation to step into that and really be salt and light right now. So well, I think it's important, though, Bob, that it's not just about our good works, though, right? We know right. that. Exactly. About, yep. you know, our faith through, in, in, um, through grace, right, as well, through uh, this, our salvation. But what about for you, Liz? Like, how do you see this play out in your industry with these moral standards? You really have to stand strong because you're, you know, you have to be, your foundation has to be solid and you have to really, really know what you stand for because you will always be swayed or the temptation to go another way is always so strong. I have walked away from, um, like, let's say there's a, you know, there's a couple that's selling their home and it's their whole nest egg. Okay but it's not the right time to sell. They can wait for a couple of years and it will be a better timing for them. I would walk away from, from, from that situation. And some, some realtors won't, they will just encourage them to go sell now. Yeah. I think it's important that we, we also admit our mistakes because we are going to make mistakes. We are going to have moments, you know, and, and to admit those mistakes right away. Have you encountered a situation like that, Bob, in your business? Where you're like, oh, big time. I, I got to tell you, as I've told many people, I, I only learn from my mistakes and they're numerous. <laughs> you know, that leads the interview process to the successes. But the key thing is there is to learn from the mistake. And the other thing I want to also offer, when you have are faced with a dilemma, when you're faced with something that's very, you know, gray or sketchy, um, what I have really fallen on my knees about is praying on this, because I think through prayer uh, and giving, you know, letting the Holy Spirit come in and giving you that kind of direction or some guidance, I got it, it's really saved my butt many times. And also to Liz's point, slow down, take time. You know, oftentimes we want to be in a rush to make some of these decisions or these judgments or being swayed by something. Uh, and awful times, you know, when you start to slow down and get a little bit back from it in a better perspective of it, you find out what's really going on here. Uh, I've had that situation, a couple business situations where I was into partnerships. And all of a sudden I had to step back from that to say, what is really going on here? And when the light of day shines on some of this stuff, you know, when you let the light in, you can kind of see, wait a minute, this isn't what it's supposed to be or what I thought it was. Yeah. And also, I have to ask, why am I doing it? I think that's another question I continually keep asking myself. Why? Why am I doing this? Why should I do it? To your point, Eliz, discernment, you know, um, like all of us. But I, I have to tell you, that's one that I have a little bit of a problem with also, you know, is discerning things. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liz, any other last minute uh, tips or um, things that you would like to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Um, the last, the last um, story or 
fable that I would really, really like our listeners to hear is is the uh, the parable of the talents. Mm. And I really think that uh, as business people, God has given us talents and we're not supposed to bury them. We're supposed to use them, you know, and that I think is, you know, what I tell people of the time, make sure that you use this one life of ours to the max and use every single spiritual gift that God has given you. Well, Liz, I can tell that you have this gift of leadership and that you like to pour into others. And so if people want to connect with you, what are some of the different things that you um, just quickly serve them in? So obviously if you're selling and buying a home, but what about some of the leadership side of things? Well, I, I'm looking to grow my team. So if anybody has even thought about getting into real estate, I'm, I'm open to talking about a career change, especially now that people are really to talk, thinking about the things that they're going to do because of COVID. So um, if you ever thought about real estate as a career, as a career change, uh, yeah, we're going to have them reach out. So make sure that you message us here at 224-404-1988. Include the keyword good and we'll get you connected to Liz Goodchild. And if you have a business need or a question and that you want a perspective of sales, marketing, messaging expert, then connect with Bob and myself. That number again is 224-404-1988. And keyword is faith because we got lots of goodies to give away, guys. So please message us. We've got lots of stuff that people have donated and things like, uh, uh, you know, Liz has given us and other people that we've had on the show. So Please don't be shy about that because we'll be more than happy to share some of these good this goodie bag we have, okay? So stay tuned. We're going to be back next Saturday here on AM 1160 on, uh, from noon to 1 o'clock, Faith Marketplace. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.